take a deep look at how cardiovascular computed tomography can help your patients. Join one of SCCT's hands-on workshops to get real case experience. With virtual access to reading software, learners interact with image-based cases while being guided by experts. SCCT workshops cover a wide range of topics, such as coronary evaluation, plaque features, graphs, valvular heart disease, transcatheter valve planning, structural heart disease, congenital heart disease, masses, pericardial pathology, and other commonly encountered clinical scenarios. All workshops include case credit and CME. Visit scct.org slash workshops for more information. That's scct.org slash workshops. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Donut of Destiny, the podcast on all things cardiac CT for anyone interested in cardiovascular imaging. I'm one of your co-hosts, Nidhi Madan, and I'm a structural and interventional cardiologist at Nebraska Methodist Hospital in Omaha, Nebraska. And hello again, everyone. I am your other co-host, Praveen Ranganath, and I'm a radiologist practicing in Dallas, Texas. On today's episode, we will explore the unique challenges of atherosclerotic disease characterization in women through the lens of cardiac CT. That's right, Nidhi. And providing her expertise on this topic is our esteemed guest, Dr. Patricia Rodriguez Lozano. Dr. Rodriguez Lozano is an assistant professor of cardiology and the director of the Women's Heart Health Program at the University of Virginia Medical Center. Patricia, welcome onto the podcast. Well, thank you both. And it is such a pleasure to be with you all. And I'm really excited and honored of being part of the Donut of Destiny podcast. Excellent. Thank you for joining us, Patricia. Let's start with some background. Over the past decade, we are increasingly recognizing the gender-related disparities in the underdiagnosis and undertreatment of heart disease in women, which leads to worse outcomes. The reasons for this are multifactorial, including unique disease phenotypes different from men, as well as underrepresentation in large cohort studies and trials. Patricia, let's begin by reviewing what we currently know about CAD disease phenotypes unique to women. Such an important question. Let's start highlighting that atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease remains the leading cause of morbidity and mortality in women in the United States and worldwide. Recent reports document declines in cardiovascular disease mortality for females, but reductions are lower when compared to men. Women have a unique phenotype of atherosclerotic disease with less calcified lesions, more non-obstructed plaques, and a higher prevalence of microvascular disease as compared to men, which may explain in part why current models to detect obstructive coronary artery disease may not work as well in women. There are also sex differences to consider related to cardiac and coronary anatomy. Women have smaller epicardial coronary arteries than men, even after being adjusted for age, BMI, BSA, and left ventricular mass, which complicates accurate assessment of distal coronary arteries. 
women also have thinner myocardial walls that might represent a challenge for the evaluation of non-transmural ischemia, for example. We know from data coming from the NCDR CAD PCI register that women refer for angiographic evaluation of a stable angina or acute coronary syndrome, the rate of significant coronary artery disease was around 50% compared to 66% among men. We also have data coming from the CCTA uh, data um, from, for example, the confirmed register that shows that in a cohort of symptomatic and asymptomatic individuals with suspected CID undergoing non-invasive evaluation by CCTA shows that for all symptoms category, the prevalence of obstructive disease was significantly higher in men than in women. Women, as mentioned before, are known to have less obstructive coronary artery disease However, this does not mean their symptoms are unrelated to coronary atherosclerosis. The diagnostic evaluation of suspected or known CID has been largely aimed at detecting obstructive CID. So it is important to recognize that women have smaller epicardial coronary arteries that can develop hemodynamically significant stenosis despite lower plaque burden. So it's so important that early and accurate risk stratification in women combined with target treatment is essential to manage atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and improve outcomes specifically in women. Patricia, thank you so much for an excellent review on the background behind atherosclerotic disease phenotypes that are specific to women. With this in mind, I'd like to move our discussion to imaging. We and our listeners in the cardiac CT community are surely familiar with the role of CT in general atherosclerotic disease characterization. But now, can you speak to the specific advantages of CT in characterizing atherosclerosis in women? As we all know, cardiac CT imaging allows for a comprehensive anatomic assessment of CID and characterization of subclinical atherosclerosis, which can be especially valuable for identifying sex-specific phenotypes of varying uh, cardiovascular risk. Results from the CIC consortium cohort found an increase in the proportion of women with detectable calcium after age of 45 when endogenous estrogen levels decline. At least half of women in this cohort has some form of calcified plaque. Therefore, the onset of menopause, which occurs on average at the age of 51, is an essential risk factor for females. From the calcium uh, consortium data also, we know that women have fewer calcified lesions, fewer calcified vessels, and lower calcium volumes. While a calcium score of zero carries a similar low risk for cardiovascular disease event for both men and women, women with any detectable calcium had a 1.3-fold relative hazard ratio for cardiovascular mortality as compared to men. Importantly, also the confirmed register showed that absence of calcium of calcium effectively rule out obstructive coronary artery disease and major adverse uh, cardiovascular events occurring less than 1%. 
Finally, I want to mention another important trial, the Crescent trial, where patients with a stable angina were prospectively randomized to either cardiac CT or stress testing. Patients were randomized to CT first, the ones that were randomized to CT first and they were calcium scanning. And if calcium was absent, participants did not undergo additional testing unless the pretest probability for obstructive CRE was determined to be more than 70%. Important in this study, cardiacity led to be a more efficient diagnosis in both sexes when compared with functional testing. And this effect was more prominent in women. Furthermore, the reduced need for further testing after CTA compared with functional testing was more evident again in women. Thanks, Patricia. Much of the recent advanced plaque characterization literature focuses on the so-called high-risk plaque features. What do we know about these high-risk features in women specifically? That is a great question. CTA studies have shown that women have lower total plaque, both calcified and non-calcified plaque volume, than men, which was maintained across age subgroups. A post-hoc analysis of the PROMISE trial that aimed to determine whether high-risk plaque, we are talking about here of low attenuation plaque, positive remodeling, spotic calcification, and the napkin ring sign, was associated with higher incidence of MACE, independently of significant stenosis and cardiovascular risk factors. High-risk plaque was associated with a higher MACE rate with a hazard rate of 2.7. But high-risk plaque features were a stronger predictor of MACE in women with an adjusted hazard rate of 2.4 in women versus men that was 1.4. This has been an awesome discussion so far, Patricia. For our imagers in the community, I wanted to see if you have any practical tips to apply some of these insights about atherosclerotic disease in women and cardiac imaging to their practice. Sure. I think it is well established that adequate use of cardiac CT imaging permits um, an accurate diagnosis and precise risk stratification of CID in women. The identification of at-risk women can help targeted management strategies, including early initiation of guidance-directed therapy that can decrease long-term risk and improve cardiovascular outcomes. I want to touch on calcium scoring here. While coronary artery calcium scoring in asymptomatic patients has proven to be an effective risk stratifier for adverse cardiovascular events, particularly in patients who are low risk or low intermediate risk, the use of calcium score in symptomatic women is more controversial. CTA clearly offers a unique opportunity to make recommendations for preventive care and initiate appropriate therapy in women. Using zero calcium score as a gatekeeper in symptomatic patients will need more long-term and prospective outcome data. There has been an interest in integrating anatomical and physiological testing to obtain the most complete assessment, and this is another exciting area of research too. Further insight from clinical studies is also is important here, such as the ongoing WARRIOR, the Women's Ischemia Trial to reduce event in unobstructed CID trial are important that we, we are honored to be part uh, of this trial at UVA. We'll continue to expand our understanding on the complex interaction of sex 
coronary anatomy, atherosclerosis by anatomical testing and ischemia in differential risk profiles, clinical presentation and outcomes in women. That was wonderful, Patricia. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise on our podcast. It is an exciting time for cardiac CTE, I think, especially in understanding this unique female phenotype. And thank you so much again for the invitation. Of course, Patricia, thank you for joining us on the behalf of us, the hosts, the listeners, and the entire cardiac CT community. Truly, thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks, Praveen. And to our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. If you like what you hear from us on the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Once again, this is the Donut of Destiny. Cheers. Cheers.